Hey everyone, thanks so much for joining me on this Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. Joining me today is the founder and CEO of Omni Health, Mitesh Rao. Doctor, doctor, Mitesh Rao. Hey, you didn't go to school all those years for me to mess that up for you, okay? I'm going to say it so you don't have to. Uh, uh, no, I appreciate it. Dr. Rao's my mom, but you can call me Mitesh, that's fine. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm really excited to chat with you here today. Let's dive right in. Tell the audience about you. Yeah, of course. My pleasure. And thanks for having me, Jared. Really appreciate it. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm an emergency medicine physician, spent uh, most of my career as a health system executive. Um, prior to starting my company, uh, I was helping lead safety and quality at Stanford. Uh, before that, I was helping lead innovation at Northwestern. Um, before that, did my residency, my fellowship at Yale, where I was a clinical scholar with the Robert Johnson Foundation. I've always been focused around data, particularly data that sits in the clinical environment. And, uh, and I've always had a passion for how do we connect that data into the broader world of research? How do we enable organizations to really participate and collaborate at scale? And how do we drive that data-driven future? Um, that's a, a big piece I think was always missing when I looked at the space. And uh, yeah, I spent a, a good amount of my career on, on sort of that side of the world, uh, living in the, the provider world, living in the research world, and seeing firsthand the challenges that um, you know, we face in healthcare. And uh, eventually, I think I reached a point of frustration where I kept seeing these opportunities around data and uh, I couldn't find the right secure compliant path forward, a way for us to build these data relationships um, in a method that protected patients, that supported providers, and that built that national common language of data. Um, I saw the potential, but I couldn't find the route forward. And so eventually I got frustrated enough that I, uh, I raised venture capital and started Omni Health which uh, now serves as uh, one of the largest national data layers, connecting organizations, patients uh, all over the country, across all 50 states, um, into the larger world of um, healthcare research, um, you know, enabling some of the uh, development of some of the most novel therapeutics, care pathways, safety and efficacy work, everything that's patient-centered and that's transforming where healthcare is going tomorrow. And now Talk me through the importance of, of data in transforming healthcare. I know that's a, a big focus for you. Like, talk me through that. Yeah. Um, well, it's funny, you know, as an industry, uh, we've suffered for years from such siloed data um, and the inability to really leverage that data in collaboration. And so traditionally, you know, you'd see life sciences side, biotech, you'd see med device companies, you'd see them completely separated out from the larger world of healthcare providers, even though that's where the care happens, right? That's where some of the best insights and data are generated. That's where some of the most cutting edge research could really collaboratively be done. And uh, the challenge was always, how do you connect those pieces? And so, you know, traditionally we would look at claims data or we would look at registry data as a, a way to be able to align those groups. Um, but the truth is, is that there is a, a much deeper and more powerful way to do that by just building that data bridge between those organizations. And that can drive so much, everything from you know, the early phase two work of developing a novel therapeutic for a rare disease that has never had uh, you know, that level of treatment and support to building care pathways to improve patient adherence to care and outcomes to safety and efficacy work where you can start to really understand things like pharmacovigilance and adverse events and how do we make the healthcare that we provide safer. And, that's something that I'm incredibly passionate about, having spent most of my career in the patient safety space, where traditionally we uh, look at things from a reactive standpoint, a bad event happens, and then we go try to figure out why. 
rather than predicting that a bad event could happen and we prevent that from happening in the first place, which sounds sort of, you know, a little bit future-esque, um, kind of like you're, you're trying to find things before they even happen. But the truth is, is that data and analytics can drive a lot of that. And it does in other industries. And just in healthcare, you know, we, we've got a bit to catch up and we're getting there now. But, uh, but without that language of data, that's the foundation. Now, why do you think that these core challenges existed in the first place for like the democratization of data? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's siloed infrastructure. Uh, we used to joke, if you've seen one health system EMR, you've seen one health system EMR. You know, even the big systems often challenge to communicate uh, within multiple instances of their own software. And so now when you start looking at the larger world of provider organizations all over the country, um, you know, we, we cover dozens upon dozens of data sources, systems that, that still struggle to speak to each other. And um, even when you can build the connectivity between those systems, the challenge is, is the data that comes out, it's, you know, it's all in separate, different, unique data models. So you've got a bunch of, you know, unique blooming flowers that together don't tell a comprehensive story. And, uh, and that's great when you're looking at an organization on its own accord, but when you want to do research on a national level, when you want it to represent the country, to represent every population, every geography, to make sure that it is inclusive of the diversity that represents this country, you need a common language of data. You need it all in the common data model. You need that data to be all apples to apples, regardless of whether it's coming out of a large health system in the Pacific Northwest or a small community-based practice in Florida, right? That data is gonna look completely different. And um, through Omni, we make it one cohesive layer of data. And that's what allows you know the majority of life sciences companies in the country today who are you know in this space, who are leveraging our platform to do that type of research. Now, you obviously have a great pulse on this space. This is what you dedicate, you know, every day to. One of the, the my favorite things to actually ask guests is around market challenges and predictions. So we're heading into to Q4, or we are in Q4, right? Uh, what are some of the challenges you have right now, also as we head into 2024? Market challenges and predictions. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so, you know, these are these are good challenges to have, but one of our challenges is the platform has been growing so quickly that, uh, you know, honestly, it's it's uh, sometimes we feel like we're, we're uh, spending 24 seven just keeping up. We've grown now to a platform that encompasses almost over 75 million lives across the country. And uh, when you think about, you know, our growth, it's been rapid. We're now we'll soon head to over 100 million lives. Um, so much of the country's data flows on our platform and it connects to um, so many large players on the research space that really drive a ton of their work on that data, critical research on that data. So um, I look at it from that perspective of, you know, how do you keep up with growth? Every tech company in the healthcare space is always challenged with that piece of how do you continue to advance your technology, hire the right folks, you know, drive the right amount of capital to build the business. Um, it's a good problem to have, but it's something that, uh, that definitely we always keep top of mind. I would say from the larger environment, there are some interesting macroeconomic pictures that are driving a lot of pieces. You know, this year um, it's it's a tighter economy for sure, but there's also a lot more um, interest and focus on what data can drive, both from call it the organizational level of efficiencies, um, but also from the regulatory side. We're seeing the FDA step up and drive so much more, leveraging real-world data in a way that it hasn't before, and that's um, you know that's creating so much market demand and so much need for that piece. Um, the final part is the regulatory side. I would say that you know the country continues to evolve in its regulatory approach. We always built the platform to be incredibly focused 
primarily on protecting patients and providers, to think about things like GDPR before they even hit this country, to think about data rights and privacy as the core pillar of the business, right? Because if you build that secure platform first, you can build the other components on top and, and never have to worry about losing sight of that mission, which is how do you build that collaboration in a way that everybody is secure and that we comply with the regulatory side. And that piece has been, you know, something that, that continues to evolve. And for this year, I think, and next year, that's going to be uh, increasingly more important. Now, what's what's next for Omni that, that you can share with us here today that yeah. is really exciting you? Uh, I mean, we're growing so fast nationally. We're on quick track to be north of 100 million lives, which will be fantastic. I mean, that's uh, really representative of the country now, every population, every geography. You know, I always crack the joke that um, we don't need more clinical trials at the same, you know, um, high reputation institutions that generally drive it. We need them out in the community, right? We need patients in rural Arkansas, North Mississippi, um, Kentucky, to be able to get those same opportunities to be parts of life-saving research, trials, to have their have themselves represented in the, the novel therapeutics and drugs that we build so that it, it does include and it's inclusive of them and their needs. And that's a big component. So we're doing a lot now around social terms of health, community engagement. Um, we're building so much with our network to try to democratize access to research. And that's gonna be a big focus for us this coming year. Um, between that expansion, growth, um, hiring a bunch of people, uh, we're at that fun phase now where we're bringing on new folks and I don't even meet them until they come on. And so, you know, I'm just trying to keep track of people's names and, uh, and keep our company focused on doing the good work that we've been dedicated to since we started. Well, I'm really excited for you and congrats on all the growth. Uh, oh. We'll definitely have to stay in touch and have you back on to kind of give us an update on where things stand, maybe even get you on a panel with some other folks and we can dig even deeper to some of the topics that we chatted about here briefly today. That'd be great, Jared. Thanks again. I really appreciate the time today. It's a pleasure talking with you.